everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 174, Can You Backpack Arches National Park? On this episode, we offer you the lowdown on Arches National Park. Is it a backpacking destination? We share with you what you need to know before going and offer you a few pro tips on when to go and how to access the park without going through the main entrance. Get talking about this exact topic. Join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and start the conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our community. We are sponsored by thedirt.com. That's D-Y-R-T.com. The Dirt is a top camping search platform in the United States with over 1 million user-submitted locations, reviews, and tips. The platform is free to use on the web. It's got an iOS and Android app with additional functionality available in the paid pro version, which Ariane and I use to find campsites. And believe me, it's crowded out there right now. Lots, lots of looking for campsites sometimes because <laughs> there's a lot of people on the road right now. If you get the pro version which we use, it pays for itself real quickly because you can save 40% on your first night camping Sunday through Thursday. It's a two-night minimum. Of course, holidays are excluded. And then you get 10% off all other nights at campgrounds, offering the premium discount. You get also 30% off of camping gear. So if you're like a spontaneous, you want to go out, you need a couple, you need some gear, you find a great campsite, um, you get 30% off of that gear also. The cost is $35.99 a year, so you can see how it pays for itself right away. Just go to our website, trustthetrailpodcast.com, and click on our exclusive author for our listeners. It's right on the front page. It's right there, thedirt.com. Click it, subscribe, get the pro version, and go camping. So we are coming to you live from Moab, Utah, Actually, um, right on the border of Arches National Park. We're looking at Arches right now as we are recording the podcast. Of course, this isn't a uh, regular type of campground. This is BLM land. We are in what you probably could consider a Moab desert. Um, <laughs> you could consider is we, a Moab desert. We have dust everywhere. Um, everywhere we have dust. Uh, everything in the airstream is dusty. Our dogs have changed color. Um, Ariane and I look like we're just gray because we have so much dust in our hair. Um, it is really dusty. But it is a blast because there's so many things to do. Now, the funny thing about where we're located right now is that there's all kinds of cycling trails mountain bike trails, ATV, UTV, four-wheel Jeep trails. I mean, there are just trails everywhere. Not that many hiking trails, but <laughs> if you like, you know, uh, wearing a helmet and goggles and a scarf and hitting the road with dust flying everywhere, this is a place to be. And there's, there's a lot of things to do, um, which is funny because as we are looking at Looking at Arches, we're right on the border of Arches National Park. We had no idea that what we were seeing was actually Arches National Park, but it is right out our front door, and it's absolutely breathtaking. Uh, 
the the structure and the and the beauty of what we're seeing. Yes, but it is arches. It is arches, and we're right in an area called Klondike Bluffs, which is the border of of arches and BLM land, Bureau of Land Management. Um, and so Ariane the other day says, "Hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go hiking on this uh, trail to see if I can get into arches, and and you know see this uh, uh, arch called Towering Tower Arch." So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And um, Ariana takes off and it's about two hours later. And I'm thinking, man, you know, she's really out there. She really, she really went out there. And the next thing I know, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm trying to find her up on the ridge and I can't see her. And it, it's kind of far off and I don't really expect to see her, but I'm looking for her. And it's been two hours, haven't heard from her. And, you know, we have intermittent cell service and we can make phone calls. So it's not like we're um, completely um out of reach from from each other and all of a sudden here's a utv little four-wheeler beeping down the road at me and i hear scott scott <laughs> and who gets out of it ariane petrucci <laughs> and she goes get in we're going for a ride <laughs> scott it was probably scott's favorite moment ever not only in our relationship, but definitely uh, so far in the desert of Moab. Um, I I love to explore areas that seem inaccessible to me. That's okay. Let's cut to the chase. You got in a UTV <laughs> with two complete strangers who picked you up on the side of a desert road. I was see. I I set out for a hike, and I ended up not hiking, not achieving. Uh, still still have to achieve that mark but um uh, yeah i i'm just i'm i'm hiking down this uh four wheel drive access road and um i stop and a wave you know stop to let the atv pass me i wave and I'm like hey how you doing i'm like do you know if this trail leads me out to the and they're like well i don't know this is our first time here too woman's like get in let's go for exploration are you good with that and i'm like i'm good with that so i jump in and have an unexpected, absolutely Moab experience. Uh, we went, um, what is it, UTVing uh, on these like intense, you know, Moab trails that are just, to me, they look difficult, but of course it's not rated difficult. It's just a, it's a new learning curve for me, but um, an incredible experience. Of course, I convinced them to swing back by after two hours of playing and uh, come pick Scott up for, uh, you know, a little bit of playtime. So, so the cool thing about it is that these this couple is so nice. I mean, they're just so gracious and really, really nice. And so, um, they pull up in front of the airstream, and Ariane gets out, and she's like, "Hey," and I'm thinking, "Who, who are these people?" And, and we do have. Um, friends that had come out here, um, they're old backpacking friends of mine um, from years and years and years ago. And they came out and they're like boondocking not that far away. And so I thought it was them. I'm sorry, where did they get like this UTV? This is really cool. And so Ariane gets out and the guy takes off his helmet. I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> I have no idea who you I have no idea who you guys are. And then, but but it, it, it gets so cool because, so I'm confused now. Not only do I find out that Ariane has misled me once again in a hiking destination <laughs> and has spent two hours playing in the dust and the dirt. Unintentional. But the guy goes, he goes, get in. 
and drive. And so like, you know, I go, would you, what do you mean drive? He goes, no, just get in, buckle up. I go, what? What? What do you like? And I'm still, I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea. Ariane's giggling in the back. And so he goes, Yeah, just, you know, here's how, you know, you put in low gear, high gear, you have to stop, you have to brake. Here's four wheel drive. He goes, Turn. And we, we went out and we went out for about 45 minutes. And for the first time in my life ever, I got to UTV, ATV, whatever, all the Z's, I got to do it. <laughs> And so I don't think uh, there's Z's in those words. CTR, UTZ, whatever they they call them. But we're going over rocks, and I mean, it was just so so cool. So anyway, uh, that has been the that was like the first few days of Moab, um, and so we've had a blast. Um, but we want to really focus on on arches because. Uh, you know, you get kind of like misled in um, when you're reading and you're looking at photographs and, and you're looking at Arches National. It's a national park. You assume there's going to be a lot of backpacking and hiking and, and things like that. But we're going to what we found out, we're going to share with you. And uh, we hope it kind of helps uh, plan your trip and kind of shed a little bit of light on Arches and um, and then share a really huge secret with you. Uh, that's probably not well known at the um, in Arches National Park. So we're going to share that with you. So Arches National Park is obviously a premier destination for a national park. It's one of those that you have to go see. It's the iconic, uh, you know, American uh, photograph that is used time and time again. And so we were really, really excited to go and explore Arches National Park to kind of see what it offered, uh, get to get real and down with Arches to, to understand what kind of opportunity there was for backpacking, not only for us, but for you guys. Um, and so we're going to talk about, dig right into it, you know, is Arches National Park a backpacking destination? Well, we could answer that right away. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a short answer and a long answer, depending on um, what you want to get out of Arches. So we're kind of going to give you the long answer because, of course, this is a podcast. <laughs> um, so um, what we have found in Arches um, is, it, well, I mean, quite frankly, it's a beautiful place to visit. I mean, we spent two days there, two and a half days really going in and back out of the park. And it really is a beautiful place to visit. But um, the first thing you need to know when visiting Arches, um, when you come out to Moab and you find a camp spot, if you're lucky to find one, is you better get up at the crack of dawn. And I mean the crack of dawn, not nine o'clock in the morning because the park has probably already been shut down it's very very limited in its parking and i mean very limited so if you're not in line by nine o'clock um and this is by the way and i would actually say in line by 8 a.m yeah and and by the way this is the end of october so you're getting into you know uh peak season here yeah, and by by nine o'clock, you're that's it. You're not getting in the park. You're probably going to have to wait. Um, and everyone leaves the park at about one to two o'clock in the afternoon, and there's a reason why. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, so that's the first thing you need to know is when you are exploring Arches uh, National Park, you, you do need to go early bird gets the worm. And we're serious about this is you need to be in line ready to explore those trails. And you need to also know that regardless of still getting entry into the park, it may not look chaotic at the entry, but the parking lots will be full by 7.30 in the morning. 7.30, 8.30 in the morning, depending on whether you're going on weekday or weekends. Those 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 parking lots are full. And when we mean the parking lots are full, we mean the trails are extremely crowded. There are so many people coming to do this premier destination as well as you. So you need to kind of know that you are not going to have those trail systems alone. The biggest thing to note is the trail system in Arches National Park is extremely limited in terms of hiking options. So if you are out there with the masses doing the hikes, there's these they're short hikes. The longest hike in the park is over seven miles and it's a loop. And even that is extremely crowded. So know that you're not going to be alone if you are out there to explore like a tourist and out there to explore for day hiking and to see the arches. There's 2000 arches in Arches National Park. And I think there's probably more than that, but there's at least 2000 and only 412 of them are named, officially named arches. And you only see a very small little segment of of those 412. Yeah. And the, the ones that are the most popular are the ones that, you know, all the roads go to and the parking lots are to. And those are the infamous, you know, double arch, uh, delicate arch, landscape arch. Um, but the cool thing about it is that if you want to spend, you know, like two full days, which I would say, I would say one full day, two half days to see it. Um, it's great exercise. I mean, you're hiking in the sand. Talk about a great uh, way to get your um, get your legs in shape because it's all sand hiking um, and it's thick sand, deep sand. Uh, you do have to um, go up a couple scrambles. And yeah, it's, you know, by two o'clock, you've probably seen only four arches, maybe five arches. And uh, you got up, you started at seven o'clock in the morning by about two o'clock in the afternoon. It is hot. You are tired. You're dusty, dirty, thirsty, and uh, <laughs> you're ready to go back because two o'clock, even in the end of October, you're still pushing 80 degrees. Now, 80 degrees out here, there's no humidity. It feels great out here when you're not moving. But as soon as you start moving and that sun beats down on you, and we've talked a lot about this on our podcast, the difference in different weather acclimating to different types of humidity. This is one of those times where, yeah, it's not like hot, hot, but you're done at about two o'clock because it's, it's just too hot to hike. Yeah. So, so you wonder if you want to get away from the crowds and you want to experience arches, not like a tourist, but like a backpacker, can you backpack there? Well, so the long and the short of it is yes, you can. Do we advise it? Eh, it has some contingencies that you kind of need to know about. So backpacking in Arches National Park is extremely limited. So it's, you just have limited access. It's very restrictive as to where you can go. It's not like you can throw on a backpack and just hit the trails. They really control the zones in which you backpack in. And of course, it's all 
permit issued. So you have to speak to the backcountry office, get a permit so they know you're down there. Um, it's, I'm going to say it's a little underwhelming, actually hiking in the specific zones. Um, it's, it, it lacks the varying terrain. I think if you go in thinking like a backpacker, that you're out, you're hitting the trail, you're going down on a trail, you're going to be point A to point Z, you camp, you continue on. It's not that type of backpacking area. And you need to know that going in because really it's more about exploration than it is about backpacking. So you're setting up a base camp and you're literally shooting off and spinning off in different directions, exploring the different terrain around your tent area. So it's not backpacking like you think it's backpacking. You're going to find that elsewhere outside of the park, more in Canyonlands area, different, you know, southern and western parts of Utah, but not so much in Arches National Park. Now, Arches National Park is quite different. Uh, first of all, it's very, very protected. And so they're just not, they just don't let you go in there anywhere you want to, like some other national parks do. Um, you're going to have to know a couple things to even attempt to backpack in Arches. One, you're going to have to have navigational skills. You're going to have to know how to set GPS waypoints on a GPS because you're going to be setting up base camp and you're going to be doing like a uh, perimeter in and out, perimeter in and out. And so you're going to have to know how to get back to your, your base camp um, because Arches is one of those places where um, you turn the wrong way and scramble down a rock, um, you know, like a rock formation and then go out and explore. There's just no way you're going to know how to double back and trace your footsteps. It's that, um, it's that type of, it's that type of exploration yeah, that it's, we're talking about. Yeah, it's really big. It's very, very large. Um, and so what you see out when you're driving, um, two arches is you see these, you know, beautiful red rock formations and uh, they're, they're absolutely beautiful. But once you get to them, they're massive and they're gigantic and, um, you know, places like Fiery Furnace, um, it's absolutely beautiful, but at some point, all those pinnacles look the same. <laughs> and uh, so you really are going to have to understand. You just can't look up and say, oh, there's there's my pinnacle where I came out of. It's not like that. They are all the same. And so you, um, it, it's not just, it's not like a hiking trail. You're basically exploring from a base camp that is designated for you, by the way, you just can't go anywhere. And there's only really two of them, uh, that they are going to let you camp on. Um, but as far as like a backpacking trail, uh, going from point A to point B to point C to point D, uh, it's not going to be like that at all. Um, you could probably, uh, in, in all honesty, you're, you're probably, your best bet is to spend two or three days doing half days at Arches, getting up at the, at the morning, hitting the trails. You'll probably get better exercise <laughs> uh, than you would on a single backpacking trip. And the thing is, Arches isn't going to be uh, set up to where you can do multiple nights. It's basically an overnight backpacking trip. And, and, and you're setting up a base camp. Exactly. And another component of that, of course, is there's no water down there. So you need to con factor, factor in and consider how much water usage. Now, you're talking about desert hiking. You're talking about extreme conditions and you're totally exposed out there. So the amount of water that you can carry in for a backpacking trip is not 
going to be sufficient to carry you for multiple days on end. So these are all components that don't make it a a premier backpacking destination. Um, But if you are skilled, and I mean extremely skilled in waypoints and topo maps with navigation skills like no other, it is a fun place to explore, to set up a base camp and explore. So let me tell you about your two different options for going in. Um, They are very, very protective and they provide you very specific zone considerations. So you only have two main zones that you're looking at getting to explore away from the crowds. And one of them is courthouse wash and the other is devil's garden area. And there's they completely are two different opposite ends of the spectrum here. You're going to see people. You're going to see people when you're out there backpacking. Trust me, this is not something that you're getting away from the crowds. They're just going to be further in the distance. (laughs) They're going to look like little pins and needles in the distance, but you're still going to see them. You're going to see the traffic patterns you're going to see. So you're not out there alone. Um, So courthouse wash is... Probably the more popular of the two when you're talking about zonage. Um, They do have two different areas that you can set up tent in. Um, But you're essentially you are exploring and hiking in a wash. Well, the beautiful part about exploring in the courthouse wash is it's pretty barren out there. You're not going to see much. You're going to see a lot of footprints uh, from from uh, wildlife, you're going to see a lot of barrenness, but you do get to experience the petrified dunes, which are beautiful in their own regards. Um, they are not as tall as some of the pinnacles, which is the other place you can backpack in, but you're pretty much just going up and down these petrified dunes, which are just insanely beautiful. You know, Scott and I were out there exploring a little bit of it, but I gotta tell you, it's it's still very, very challenging to find your waypoints and find your way back. All the dunes do look the same. It's very easy. Once you're in that wash and you're below the dunes, it's very easy to like kind of lose sight of your waypoints. So that is your first place that you can backpack in. It is probably the more popular. Um, I would say it's not as cool though as your next one, which is your devil's garden area. Um, Essentially, you are backpacking down into the Fin Canyon and Yellow Cat Basin area. Now, this is an extremely popular destination, Devil's Garden is, but very few people actually go down there and in backpack. Um, It is a lot more restrictive than uh, the courthouse wash area. There is a small trail. It's not an extensive trail system by any regards, but there is a trail system that takes you down in there and you're kind of navigating on the trail itself. But once you set up camp, you've already done the trail, where are you going to go? You know, so this is where this has the more impressive landscape. It's not so much backpacking, but it's about dropping your pack and exploring the different areas. Now, it's a fin area, so... A lot of the, the, the erosion of the lands um, has been where they create, you know, a water wash has just come down and come down and created what they call fin. And it essentially looks like a fin of a whale or a, a shark. Um, 
And it looks just like, you know, it just looks like a fin. And you have all these fins stacked together. And it's just this extremely beautiful landscape. But it's not very navigation friendly. Yeah. And, and you know, anytime that you're doing these, um, you know, um, I don't want to sell them canyons because that's not really it. But I would say when you, most of these trails are going to go down into like a wash area. Okay. One of the things that you have to remember and and all, I know everybody, all of our Western listeners, everyone who listens um, from the West Coast knows this. But when you go down to a wash, you just don't have line of sight. And so you're going to be below everything. And so navigating then becomes even harder because you don't have line of sight anymore. So, you know, that's one of the biggest things um, that is a little bit confusing from the West Coast to the East Coast, where the West Coast, you think, oh, you have all these beautiful mountains and you have, you know, I can see. Well, not not too, not really all the time because you're going to be going down in between a lot of these rock formations, especially out here anyway. And, um, and even in the Badlands, you know, where we were, you're, you're down below sometimes. And so you don't really get to see the horizon. You don't get to see, um, where you went, even when we went hiking, um, uh, the other day from Devil's Garden to check out these trails, you know, we, we started high and we ended up low. And so, you know, there's no way you can actually see where you started from because you're, you're low. So, um, it, it really is kind of a base camp exploration type of uh, park. Uh, the one thing I would suggest, though, is that if you want to see more stars than you've ever seen before in your life and you want to do an overnight in Arches, I would go. My recommendation uh, would be uh, the Devil's Garden area. It looks very beautiful. We explored it. Uh, we found a camp. We found a um, a. Uh, uh, arch that uh, wasn't on the trail sign and uh, I would have loved to explore that area just as you know setting up a base camp and just explore because you can do like rock scrambling you know you can really go behind these arches and do a lot of exploring now, I would never do it with a backpack on you wouldn't you'd, you know you just couldn't do it it, it wouldn't even and it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't be as fun um, but setting up a base camp and then you know hitting bed early uh, sunrise is very early out here. You're usually up at about six o'clock in the morning. Um, but to see the stars and to go out there and listen to nothing but silence, that would be kind of cool. You don't see a lot of wildlife running around, but you know they're there because you can see <laughs> the tracks and the poop and everything else. Um, and to be out there would probably be worth it. And just do one overnight uh, to experience it um, and then uh, come, you know, come back to your car. Um, that's probably going to be that and, you know, doing the, I call it the uh, arch shuffle uh, with everybody <laughs> else um, is definitely uh, worth it. You know, landscape arch and some of these other, uh, my favorite was a uh, double arch was just, was really cool to to kind of like sit under and, and look and, and just kind of like touch, feel the arch and kind of, you know, connect with that. A little bit was was really really the highlight of the trip um but there is a secret to arches national park that we do want to share with you now i don't know if the national park wants us to share this with you but we feel almost obligated to tell you this <laughs> so there is a back way into arches national park now we shared with you already how congested this park can be and entry into the park can be a little challenging 
uh, to, to kind of understand what everybody else is doing and when the cutoff is. Because if you go to see Arches, you're there to see Arches. So a back way in, and we say this saying, be ready to pay for your permit, be able to be, be ready to pay for your, for your, for your fee. Now we have America beautiful pass, so we feel pretty comfortable doing this, but this is by no regards are we condoning slipping into the park unpaid, but there's a, but you can slip into the park unpaid. unpaid. (laughs) (laughs) And if you break the Rangers uh, down enough, you can get them uh, to agree to you. Yeah, they freely tell you about it, but you got to break them down. You just kind of wear them down a little bit. They'll admit it to you. (laughs) You just kind of have to know your facts as you're talking to them, and they will admit that it is free entry into the park. Um, So off of 191, so 70 is your main highway going in. 191 is your access into Arches. Um, that's that's the main road. Well, there is a road called Salt Valley Road. It is an easy dirt road accessible by two-wheel drive that will get you in the back way. Now, this is, this is what we're looking at when we are talking about where we're camping. We are looking at the furthest, most corner of Arches National Park, and that is... Um, the there's an arch there called Tower Arch, right? But they don't tell you that. There, there's nothing. There's almost nothing. No information, um, except when you look it's on, on the, the map. It's on the map, and you see like porta potties there, and you're like, what? And where does this road go? What? And um, it kind of like there's like a little small hiking trail to from the trailhead to get to Tower Arch, which is really cool, by the way. Um, and then the rest of it is all four by four Jeep trails. But then we have this one road that goes all the way, I mean, all the way through Salt Valley up into Arches National Park. And when we pressed the ranger about, first of all, he said, no, no, yeah, that's, you can't take no, that, that, that's road, that's in here. And we kept on pressing. He's like, I go, yeah, but it's an, un, it's, it, are you sure it looks it's pretty? It's a two-wheel drive. It's a two-wheel drive <laughs> where he goes, yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good road. <laughs> so so if you want to take a really super if I guess what we're saying is if you want to start seeing an arch in Arches National Park before you know the 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 mayhem or even if they close the park and you're there and you get caught in line at like nine o'clock in the morning or nine fifteen, eh, there's another way to get in. There's actually two ways to get in, but this is the most accessible way if you only have a two-wheel drive, and it's the easiest way. Um, so there's that back road in. I take it. I'd enjoy it. It's a part of the park that is less seen, and I assure you there will be no crowds there. Yeah, driving down Salt uh, Salt Valley Road, uh, you're going to be alone. Um, there'll be an, You'll probably see other Jeeps there. And by the way... Um, one of the things, if you can afford it, and I would recommend it, is once you do find a campground, if you do not have a four-wheel vehicle, um, but you really want to explore more of the Moab area, you know, just just go get a Jeep and just, you know, get, get the Jeep for two days. You'll see more of Arches and the Moab area and what it has to offer uh, than a lot of other people will, you know, will see. And... Um, you know, Tower Arch, and there's other there's other arches around uh, the Moab area, 
that you can hike to. We had a blast hiking to Corona Arch. It was just a massive, beautiful arch um, that had a rock scramble on it. We took the dogs. Um, and uh, again, no water uh, in blaring sun. Uh, and, you know, that, that heat comes off of those rocks. It's, you know, that the... <laughs> You know, so you get the heat from above and the heat bouncing off the uh, rocks. So it, you know, you just got, you know, plan ahead, you know, bring a lot of water. Make sure you have water back at your car when you get back. We always had Gatorade and water um, at the car waiting for us um, after all these hikes. So we didn't get dehydrated. Um, But yeah, it it is a beautiful place to experience. Um, And if you want to, you know, if you're really feeling good, you want to go see Arches National Park, go to Tower Arch first off of Salt Valley Road and see that. And then surprise everybody when you come into the entrance way above Arches National Park and say, hello, everyone. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott and Ariane. <laughs> so anyway, um, backpacking arches is probably not going to happen. Great day hikes. Great, great, great day hiking and a great way to you know, some great exercise out there. Lots to do, lots to see. Um, and there is free camping. You can camp right where we're at, uh, right off in, uh, off of Klondike Bluffs Road, where you can do it all. You can hike, bike, ATV, four-wheel Jeep. It's all here. Um, you can go parachute. We're, we're watching you know, this morning. We're getting ready to do the podcast. And we see a plane, you know, just, you know, skydivers jumping out of a plane. You know, hot air balloon going over the airstream. Typical day in Moab. Um, lots to do. So we encourage you to come out. Uh, you don't. It doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg to come out and spend some time in some of the most beautiful uh, country, um, especially in Utah around. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We really, really super uh, appreciate that. Um, we are having a blast out here. We've had so much fun so far. Shout outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook members. And of course, our patrons um, who are, I mean, we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Our patrons are Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, EJ Newell, Becky Wenger, Helene Prophet, Ted Jones, Bob Esser, Kathy Kennison, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pellet, Brad Wolf, Suzanne, Jan- Suzanne Johnson, Jerry Brucia, John Phillips, Shirley Nutt, Rick Hornick, our newest patrons, Jessica Wolfen, Ethan Corona, and Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. And we're looking forward to seeing you at the Sycamore Wilderness Meetup. If you guys don't know what Patreon is, it's a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you have to do is create an account, go to Trust the Trail Podcast, and as little as $2 a month, get special benefits and exclusive content. Speaking of the Sycamore Wilderness, meet and greet, something you guys should know. The um, swimming in the desert meet and greet is filling up fast. We already have like seven or eight people coming. Um, We already have our Joshua Tree National Forest uh, backpacking trip. That's a 40-mile backpack uh, trail that takes you right in the middle of Joshua Trees. Uh, We have one person signed up, and Ariane and I have made reservations at uh the campground there and where we're staying the trailhead is right across from our airstream that's how close we are so if you're going to come camp with us and you want to do some day hiking or just come you can come out and camp with us you don't have to do the backpacking trip 
um, you had better make reservations early at uh, Black Black Rock. Um, yeah, it make reservations early. We're right at the trailhead. We're at campsite number, I think it was 91, 61, 91 maybe. Um, but make your reservations there early because they January is Joshua Tree National Forest or National Park. That's their peak season. So go ahead. And if you have any questions about that trip, uh, just go ahead and ask us. Um, we're really super excited. So we're going to be out there for a week. So come on out and do that trip. Uh, Sycamore Wilderness Canyon backpacking trip. That is still open. Hope you guys go um, and sign up for that trip because that is a breathtakingly beautiful trip. Uh, Ariana and I already have our reservations. Uh, we're going to spend Christmas out there and we're booked. We're, we're out there. So uh, come on out. It's all on our events page on trustedrealpodcast.com. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Arches uh, does give you everything you need. There's so many trails out there. There's so many, so many beautiful things to see out here in moab and um you know the trail does give you everything you need so trust the trail because you never know when the trail that you embark upon might turn into a ride yeah absolutely <laughs> thanks thanks all right bye you guys bye.